0: It's the AL 360 podcast, special edition, where we're talking about iLearn. With us, we have representatives from different schools. We have Mr. Aaron Floyd. Hello, Mr. Floyd.
1: Hey, Mr. Hubbard, how are you? Pretty well. How's things at Reading? Hey, we are doing well, and we are, uh, we're in great shape with iLearn, and today we just finished up our last kiddo, so we, uh, we are sitting really well and excited to, to finish that up and to be uh, moving towards the end of our school year.
0: Mr. Floyd, I'm going to mute you permanently. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we got a long way to go. Yeah. Well, also we have Mrs. Becky Davis from Brown Elementary. How are things at Brown going, Mrs.
2: Davis? We are doing quite well. We still have some testing, but we're getting there, and hope to be finished by the end of this week.
0: And Mr. Brandon
3: Roberts from Jackson Elementary. How are things at Jackson, Mr. Roberts? Hi, Mr. Hubbard, things at Jackson are going well. We are testing our fourth graders this week, finishing up science and just a few makeups, but things are going well and we expect to be done by this week. Wow, very impressive.
0: But right now we'd like to turn to our corporation test coordinator, the principal of Cortland Elementary, Miss Lori Lister. Hey, Mrs. Lister. Hello. Hey, can you fill us in a little bit? Tell us exactly what ILEARN is uh, as far as, we have some parents that, you know, students haven't even taken it yet, you know, in the K through three grades. So if you could fill us in, what is ILEARN?
4: All right, ILEARN is actually an acronym. you know the state of Indiana, they love their acronyms. It stands for the Indiana Learning Evaluation Assessment Readiness Network. So uh, everyone in the schools refer to it as the ILEARN. It's a measurement of student achievement and growth according to our academic standards. So grades three through eighth take English language arts and mathematics. Fourth grade and sixth grade also take a science I learn, And fifth grade takes a social studies I learn as well. And then our high school, if the students are enrolled in biology, they will take an ILEARN biology test. And all of those take place middle of April to the middle of May.
0: So, and then what as principals, what do you, you use this data you get from the test? I mean, what happens this kind of steer where the curriculum goes, or you can see where weaknesses are, or what exactly is the, the basis of that?
4: Yeah, um, unfortunately we did not take ILearn last year. So a lot of times we'll look at growth, how the students are growing, um, but we won't have that data to compare. Um, I know at Cortland a lot of times we'll look for weaknesses. They we'll break it down by standard for us. So we'll look at the different standards and see maybe which standards we need to touch a little more time on and which standards they seem to be doing pretty well with.
0: Okay. And now some buildings like here at the middle school, we have to test in the sixth grade center. We have to test every child. So that can be a bit of a hurdle. And I know Mrs. Lifter, what all is involved is being the school, the corporation test coordinator.
4: Um, There's uh, quite a bit involved. Each school has a school test coordinator. Uh, Many of them are the assistant principals or counselors, people like that in the schools that oversee their specific building scheduling and just making sure everyone's completed the learn getting makeups done. There's a lot that goes into it, a lot of planning. Um, there's a lot of documentation we have to keep from the state of things that are required from us. There's security trainings required from us. There's administration, administrating trainings required from us as well. So there's a lot of behind the scenes work that has to be done before the students can even take the ILEARN test.
0: Whew, I don't see how you do it. I think you need to be be paid a million dollars, Ms. Lister. And especially those phone calls from uh, some of our your panic school mm-hmm. test coordinators uh, who are saying, what do I do here? What do I do now? Mrs. Davis, can you fill us in how things have gone at Brown as far as testing and how many students do you have to test there?
2: Well, we have in third, fourth, and fifth grade, we have approximately 300, 325.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Out
2: of those, we have... Um, Several that we test in our ENL classroom and several that we test in our special ed classroom. And it's just been really good because we've all been able to work together on who goes where and who's testing whom. And some of our teachers have been out, so we've had other teachers willing to test that have been trained, and they're, you know, we've done an afternoon session that we we try to avoid the afternoons, but this time it just didn't work that way. But honestly, it has been a real success as far as computer use and our use of people in our building.
0: You know, I would say that's true, that one of the logistics it's logistics of getting everybody where they need to go with certain accommodations. And for those of you who don't know, accommodations are like some students have test read aloud to them. Some students are testing small group or there's even individual testing. And now I will say this, We used to. Now, parents, you probably took the I-STEP and you did it on paper and pencil. So now everything is on the computer on the kids' Chromebooks. Makes it a little bit easier. You don't have to bubble in everything. But still, there's a lot of computer work on on that as well. Mr.
3: Roberts, tell us about Jackson's experiences. Yeah. So here at Jackson, we test a little over 300 students in third, fourth, and fifth grade. This year we took an approach with our scheduling where we tried to keep it to no more than an hour per day, just to make sure that our students were able to give their full effort and not become fatigued by over testing. And our students have worked so hard this year. So we are extremely proud of all of our kids and their efforts and making sure that they do their best. I'd like to give a shout out to our technology department. I feel like you know we have come a long way. You mentioned going from paper pencil several years ago to doing everything on our Chromebooks. And this year has gone so smooth when it comes to technology. We've had very few issues. So shout out to the technology department. That makes it much easier on us as testing coordinators uh, when you put work into creating that schedule. Um, it helps when, when everything works properly.
0: Yeah. Kudos to Mr. Rodman and his entire team. They have been outstanding. I mean, just, there's just no, we couldn't have done it, but without him, I mean, of course, but Mr. Floyd, what about, uh, they're at
1: the Redding
0: elementary school.
1: Yeah. We, uh, we had a similar experience with, uh, with Jackson and Brown and that we had, um, roughly around 300 students or so where uh, that we had tested in grades three through five and uh, to echo what mr roberts had said with our shout out to our technology department um they did a wonderful job when we did have any kind of uh troubleshooting that needed to occur that happened in a timely manner we were able to get that resolved where it didn't impact any kind of testing for our kids and i, I remember early on in the process and mr hubbard you're, you're fully aware that years ago with the sorting of books and all those things yeah. that it used to be a pretty tedious process. So that is something that I've seen that's improved over the last few years and going to that mainly uh, tech, tech uh, technology pieces, the, the book sorting and the bubbling, those days are, thank goodness, are in the past and it has made it more uh, accommodating, you know, to be able to manage those things. And uh, I will say something that was unique this year, and I'm not sure if other buildings ran into it as well, but just coming up with a good testing schedule that also monitored and kind of kept in, in mind those COVID guidelines that we have in place for this year, that was something that we kind of work through and as we did our accommodation groups is coming up with a good plan when those uh, small group students were being pulled out and tested in different areas uh, we just had that additional layer of things that we were also trying to work around so looking forward to next year when hopefully those things are in a much better spot and uh, and learning from some of the things that we did this year with testing and uh, I think each year it will get a little bit easier and a little bit more uh, more organized and and uh, we're getting better each year. each year it happens.
0: Well, you know, really, this is just the second year that we've done it, because, again, last year we didn't, and it's just the second year. So they're still working out, I think, some kinks and some stuff in the program. Um, here at the middle school, we have about 870 kids that we've had to t- to uh, test. Our biggest challenge, are we have absences. A student will be here for one day and then have to a- uh, be absent the next. And so it's it's kind of doing the makeup test. That's kind of can be a challenge for us here at the middle school. And also, we have some students whose tests get paused. You know, we've had that issue some. Uh, they run out of time. And for some reason they're absent the next day, their testing session could actually expire. And so Mrs. Lister has been really good working with the DOE to try to get those reset so we can get that rolling as well. But, uh, you know, overall, I think that the, the kids hand, handle it pretty well. It's, it has been a disruption, you know, to their learning and to their schedule, but, overall mrs lister what have you heard corporation-wide kind of the same thing that the kids are doing a fantastic job and the teachers too are pitching in i just had a teacher come down and say mr hubbard i am free uh we want to rell teachers so i'm free is there a group of uh students that i could do makeups with just out of the blue came and volunteered and was like yes please but mrs lister yeah if you could continue sorry to interrupt you there on that no,
4: that's right yeah i think the kids are doing a great job um the staff has done a great job of like you said pitching in and helping wherever they um, they need another kind of thing we had to deal with this year is bringing our virtual students in, even though our kids that, that are virtual at home due to COVID, they still had to come in and test in person. We are not allowed to do that virtually. So that was another kind of fork in the road that we had to overcome this year. And we've done a great job of getting those kids in. And I want to thank those parents who are yeah. willing to bring their kids in to get them tested so that we could, to have that score as well.
0: Yeah, we had some kinks getting that at the very start because we had to. We'd send a letter out to the to the parents and ask them a certain time, and if they didn't pick a certain time, we just asked them to report, you know. And then they, they some of the kids would go to their in-person classrooms were, uh, but then uh, we were able to regroup. And some kids were comfortable with that and were fine with that. Some of our virtual kids, so we ended up doing some separate test sessions for those virtual kids who weren't comfortable with that or the parents weren't comfortable with that. And that worked out really well. Uh, Becky, did you? I mean, Mrs. Davis, did you have a lot of uh, virtual kids you had to work with?
2: We did. We had several virtual kids. We had a lot of students come in and just rush through the test. We had a lot of them that came in and really, really worked. So it was a mixed bunch of kids. We did have them separated as much as possible. And um, what made it really nice is that when they finished with their extra time, their classroom teacher would come down and try to work with them and get them either caught up with something that they had missed or just, you know, introduce themselves in person. So that was one advantage of having the virtual kids come into the building for testing that I really enjoyed seeing.
0: Yeah, I did too. It was neat to see him. Uh, Mr. Roberts, Mr. Floyd, you guys, Mrs. Lester, same experiences with your virtual kiddos.
1: Yeah, we, uh, we didn't have probably as many as, uh, as, as maybe Ron or Jackson. We just had six students in grades three through five that, uh, that were remaining a couple of those being siblings. So, um, we were pretty fortunate in that it wasn't terribly difficult to make arrangements for those kiddos to come in. And I personally, uh, was able to, to test and work with those, but very similar as what Mrs. Davis had said that those teachers did take that as an opportunity to be able to come in and, and see those students in person and, to to interact with them. And, uh, Nice to see them in, you know, in person instead of having that exchange through, you know, their Google Meet. So we, we did see that as well. But, uh, yeah, we were very fortunate at Reading that we just had six kiddos to have come in and make those arrangements. And that went uh, that went very smoothly. Parents were very helpful and accommodating to get them in and out of the building.
3: In a very similar situation at Jackson, we had nine students in third through fifth grade that came in parents were extremely flexible in in bringing their students in. You know, I learned you have to take the assessment on several different days. So um, many of our students had to come in um, up to seven different school days to take those assessments. So it was great. The the students were super excited to be back in the building. And so um, it it was a good experience for them.
0: Yeah, and I would yeah to back that up. The kids were excited to be back in and to see their friends. You know, they but our parents were just amazing. I mean, because the the, the I learned test for those of you who don't know, it, it's an untimed test. It may take a student two hours. May you know, it just it's untimed here at the middle school level. So it was you know the parents we had parents waiting in the parking lot very very nice. I mean, we couldn't have asked for, for a better, uh, cooperation with the parents, bring them in. So, well, and I just wanted to thank you guys. And I want to especially thank Mrs. Lister for all the work she's done. It's, it's the point now where I, where I have to call her, Mrs. Davis. And she's like, tell him I'm not here. I'm not here. I don't <laughs> try him on here. So never. any, any closing thoughts, Mrs. Davis?
2: No, I think it has been a very successful testing time here at Brown. We have, um, We've really tried to pull everybody together and let the younger kids know what's going on so that when they see the big no testings or no noise or be quiet in the hallway, that they are aware of what's going on. And um, we have been very pleased. So hopefully our outcomes will show our hard work.
3: Excellent, excellent. Mr. Roberts, any closing thoughts? You know, I appreciate Mrs. Lister and all the work that she does. You know, when testing starts, all the school testing coordinators kind of come together and we have an email thread going on. Hey, we ran into this issue. Are you seeing that? So, um, you know, it's a great team effort and shout out to to all the students and staff. Um, you know, it can be a stressful time testing, but we had a solid plan going in and, and everybody did a really nice job. So, Thank you.
1: Thank you. Mr. Floyd. Yeah. Um, once again, shout out with uh, Mrs. Lister and her leadership and coordinating everything and her line of communication and, and things. And and as Mr. Roberts said, just uh, it's nice to have that team approach and that you've got a representative from each building, but more importantly, you've got a group in the corporation that you can work with to help uh, bounce ideas off of, come up with different things to troubleshoot some barriers that you might be going through. or in the midst of testing like we did this year. You know, as we uh, have different Situations arise. You know, we've got a we've got a group and a team that we can work through uh, to be able to kind of develop plans to troubleshoot that. So it's a great corporation to work in. And like I said, Mrs. Lister's done a great job and heading that up and uh, being that good leader uh, during this difficult time. You know, it's funny I haven't seen any gray hair in Mrs. Lister yet either.
4: <laughs> You're not looking close enough. <laughs>
0: Hey, Lister, how long is the testing window still open? I mean, we have some parents that are be bringing, the kids have been absent, but how long is the window for the corporation open?
4: So the ILEARN test for grades three through eight is open until May 14th. And then ILEARN biology goes all the way to May 21st. So we've just got a couple more weeks of testing that could be taking place. I think a lot of people are starting to wrap up their testing in their buildings. I just want to give a big shout out to all my school test coordinators. They have done great this year of getting their schedule set, following all the rules and guidelines that we have to follow. You guys make my job a lot easier. So I want to thank all of you for all your hard work these last couple weeks and months getting this ready.
0: Well, I know Lori, you really start preparing the year before, like for next year's you've probably already started preparing for that too. Correct?
4: Yeah. You just learn tips and tricks along the way that you want to make note for next year so that those things just run a little bit smoother.
0: Okay. Well, we couldn't have done it without you, Mrs. Lister. Thank you so much. All of you, thank you for your efforts for our kiddos. Thank you for working with all of our staff. And uh, again, this has been the AL360 Podcast where we're soaring to excellence, everyone.